This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I just drink wine. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the wine, wine situation. situation. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi, Ellen. This is the wine situation. <laughs> we find out people's situation. With wine. That Sean Buchholz, the wine whisperer. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. He uh, closes his eyes. That was a little more eyes. like, you know, what? soulful than it was yeah. whispering. I was like, hey, everybody. Sometimes he looks at you and he kind of like feels your vibe, yeah. like pictures, pictures what your theme music would mm-hmm. be. And then uses that to deduce what sort of wine drinker you exactly. are. Maybe I'll draw a bath. <laughs> he might. He might. Scatter some Light rose some candles. Petals. Light some put candles. Put on some sweet tunes. And, sweet, uh, sweet tunes. Pop open a Muscat Blanc or Petit Grand. Oh. From is, that, is that foreshadowing? Yeah, well, I think that I just thought of that. Yeah, it's foreshadowing just a little bit. Oh. Uh, 24% sh- shadow. You guys will see what we're talking about. Uh, that's Ellen Clifford over there, guys. She is your Mademoiselle de Palette. Ouais. She is a W set savant, genius. No, I'd, in the diploma program. In the diploma, <sighs> yeah. Don't do it. Don't let anyone convince you that it's a good idea. They're lying. <laughs> She's lying. Well, I don't know. I'll change my mind when I have it. It's just, it's going to be at least another year. I know. She's, um, she's like, I can't do it that day. I have to study or I have class. And I'm like, how many soil types are there? How many different rootstocks could there possibly be? So many. <laughs> and they're always creating new ones. Ah. I know. Because like, you know, new have diseases you come to, develop and I they're know. like, well, we need a new rootstock to combat that virus have you come to have you come to like the zen determination that you will never know all the information oh yeah okay oh yeah it's always changing (laughs) (laughs) on that note (laughs) and the thing is the more i learn the more i like my memory for everything else is getting significantly worse by the second yeah you like forget i have so many conversations with my boyfriend he's like you told me that yesterday i'm like i don't remember anything right now (laughs) yeah but I can talk to you a lot about alluvian soils. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're good, but only when they're sandy and well-draining and not too nutrient-rich. Uh, oh, and it depends really? What sort of grape. It depends how high the vigor <laughs> of your... I'm going to shut up The now. vigor of the grape? The vigor of the grape. Mm, that's why Cabernet Sauvignon does so well. Uh, it's uh, uh, mildly vigorous. Mildly vigorous. vigorous? Pretty vigorous. Yeah, yeah. they they got to watch it, Uh-oh. keep an eye on it. Ugh. I feel like you have like a million different just, responses to every like you're like well yes and no yeah like, pretty much <laughs> like once you start to know like, I think winemaking's like, like that yeah. I don't know right now it's, it's like true. the history that's killing me all the history stuff yeah because you could say things about a region now but they might want you to talk about the evolution of it over time like okay let's let's move on let's get stress, to something much more life. fun <laughs> something that my note cards I was making were come in handy for it oh. is time for game, game of, of- Grape, 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 grapes, grapes, of Thrones. Grimes, grapes, 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 grapes of Thrones. No, <laughs> um, you guys, I'm so excited about Game of Thrones being back on. I Game forgot we call our segment Grape of Thrones. It's okay. It can be a game. Vermentino. Vermentino. Sean's favorite group, grape. I can't talk now. Yeah, I'm, both of us can't talk. Um, it's my favorite grape, guys. Which it's one is of fitting. my favorites. Because in the Piedmont, yeah, in they Liguria. call it Favorita. And then in Liguria, they call it... Pigato. That's right. That was a quiz. And in southern France, they call it... 
Roll. Roll. R-O-L-L-E. It is a white grape. Mm, It's a white grape. I think it's at its finest in Liguria and Piedmont. I think so, too, because it gets those coastal influences. But it gets blended a lot in a lot of other things. Um, I was looking up a little bit about the etymology. Oh, please. Uh, It was first mentioned in 1658 in, in Piedmonte. And they then called it fermentino, which may have its word origins in the word ferment, because it apparently initially the wines they made with it were slightly fizzy. But oh. they think it's more likely that uh, it comes from uh, like uh, uh, the or no, they think that's the more likely explanation. But it could also be that the local for the local word vermine, which was used to describe a thin, flexible, young shoot, I think that maybe they were just smart and mashed up their words. I think that's right. It was a mashup. I think it was a mashup. It was the original mashup. Did you really write the phrase... Thin, flexible, young shoot. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. Okay, I don't want. I'm not going to touch that. I had a really good phrase, time. But there's doing a lot that. of. Funny, there's a lot. There's a lot of funny jokes um, around that phrase. I mean, I'll let you guys at home. This decide. was coming out of the the grape book. Jancis Robinson's. She's a kinky woman. Really? Kinky Brett. Does she get like kinky with her wine? She sometimes. There's um in the entry about La Clop, that region. <laughs> In France, she was like a region that gets overlooked due to uh, it was some joke about STDs. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, thank you, thank you, Jancis, for making studying more She's fun. Like the Dr. Ruth of wine. What else do we want to say about uh, Vermentino? It's good. It's well, I mean, like so, Pagado. Uh, fun thing about Pagado is that when Vermentino grows in Liguria, and that's why they call it Pagado for some reason. Genetically the same grape, but it develops those little speckles. Different little clone, right? That's why they call it Pagato, because Pagato is um, Italian for quail egg or for egg. So it looks like a little quail egg. So it gets little speckles on it. Adorable. Pigato. Pigato. And it's, you know, just good salinity. It's bright, it's crisp, aromatic. Yeah. I'm a fan. If you're like, I'm so sick of ordering Sauvignon Blanc all the time, I'm such a basic B Becky. Um, <laughs> I say that to myself all the time. All the time. That's what and I say I to myself too. And then I can write words too. like thin, flexible shoot and I feel better. <laughs> Go on. And you're goth. So and, uh, that helps Oh, too. sneak it in. I got it in. Okay. Um, you could just be like, why don't I try a Vermentino? Um, you should. Yeah. Just be like, you know what? I'm not going to order Sauvignon Blanc today. Today, I'm going to order a But if, if the person at your, the bar or the restaurant says we don't have it, don't argue with them. Don't argue with them. Please don't. Just be like, Don't say oh. we made you do it. We don't need our name out there like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They said I should demand it. Demand it. Uh, No, if if all they got is Sauvignon Blanc, then, then, you know, order that or try something else new. Or when you're at your local wine shop, you can ask them for a Vermentino. Yeah. Which is a great segue into... Into our guest. Into our guest. But first, we must conclude that this was your... (laughs) Grape of Thrones. Winter is coming. That's just the order of the season. <laughs> <laughs> um, our guest today, uh, she owns one of the coolest wine shops in LA. I love it. It features uh, features uh, women winemakers, and it has a very fun uh, tasting chart to determine what you should drink that we're all going to go through. She's been the power behind uh, Wicked Awesome Places like The Perch and The Must. Awesome. Uh, please mention... Uh, please mention... I, can't, I really can't talk today. It is so hot in here. Um, <laughs> please welcome... Coley Denham. Hi, Hi Coley. Welcome to the show. You did say that. Okay. Denham. 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 And I think winter's here. 
Winter, yeah, right. Yeah, it's it, not coming. Because it, it, yeah. it, yeah. it premiered, yeah. yeah. And they got dragons. <sighs> the dragons. Mm. Dragon. I don't know. That like that creepy like winter dragon is scary. So scary. I would not want to see gonna that What's going to happen? I'm just going to sit back and let you guys have that sweet, <laughs> yeah, right. sweet, sweet, sweet. Game of Thrones right. stuff. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, uh, welcome uh, to the show. We're so happy to have you. Thank you. Happy also, to be here. Such yeah. an accomplished person like yourself. Oh, I think I forgot to mention the name of your uh, shop, Vinovore. 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 You didn't say Vinovore. Oh, yeah. Vinovore. So that's the shop we're talking about. Well, yeah. that's what, that's your main project right now? Yes, correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you brought us a delicious wine I should open. I did. Do you want to tell us about it? Sure. Um, so Megan Bell of Margins, she just uh, released her new vintages uh, last week, um, some of which are super limited. Uh, this is her Measure Zero Pet Nat with um, Chenin Blanc and Muscat Blanc, but she's kind of, you know, Chenin's her thing, so it's predominantly Chenin. Um, and I'm a huge fan. She's young and she's up and coming. And she's, I met her at Raw. She's an awesome woman, and everything I tasted that she made was fantastic. Whoa, that's a, that's a Pet Nat for yeah. you. Yeah, it's a Pet Nat. Is it Zero Dosage? Is that the... Yeah. Thing? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nice and dry. I don't want it to overflow. Uh-oh. I know. Pet Nat Wine Geyser. <laughs> I swear I equipment. didn't shake it, Sean. <laughs> yeah, but even then you can never really... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you so. need to go to a sink and... No, I think if I just let the tire, <laughs> like the air out of the tire. <laughs> um, is this all Northern California fruit? Correct. Santa okay. Cruz Mountains. That's what I thought. So... You have a long history with, with wine, or at least you, you've moved through doing a lot of different things before coming to a wine store, if I understand correctly. Correct, yeah. Uh, you were, a, did you, how did, how did it start? How did it begin? <laughs> um, accidentally, a little bit. Ah. Um, I was bartending at the time, and... Uh, in Los the, Angeles? In Los Angeles, an Italian restaurant. Yeah. Where at? Uh, the Old La Buca. Oh, yeah. Um, well, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's still there, but, you know, it was a little different. Asteria different owners. Buca, yeah. The place on Melrose? Correct. Oh, okay. Correct. I, I okay. have been there. And um, I was talked into taking a sommelier course, even though bartending was really my thing and, like, the whole liquor cocktail stuff. This was, like, maybe 13, 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. Mixology. Mixology. <laughs> I love mixology. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just had like to say that. Martini only, please. Oh, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're like, I don't need liquor. cardamom. <laughs> yeah. I don't need any of that. Don't light it on fire. Don't mm. light it on fire. <laughs> I like it cold. Um, <laughs> so I kind of just fell into it. But as soon as I started, uh, you know, taking the sommelier courses, I really fell in love with wine. And then, Were you doing uh, that through the, the court or the... No, I did it through the AIS, which is the Italian Association. Oh, cool. So it was the first time they offered it in English. Which was a challenge unto itself, because all the <laughs> oh teachers gosh, were Italian, yeah. and most of the students were Italian, and they really wanted to talk in Italian, but mm-hmm. for those of us who didn't speak it. Did they try and explain Vermentino to you? <laughs> yeah, we went over Vermentino, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a great grape. And Pigato. <laughs> and Pigato. I'm still trying to open this without it overflowing. Just pop it. Yeah, but then it's going to really just, I don't have a, I didn't get a rag. Oh, I, I did. A rag. <laughs> it was because the table was messy when I got here, but little did I know. There we go. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> it, it'll get there. All right. Um, where are you, just to go back a little before all that, where are you from originally? I originally am from Santa Barbara okay, and cool. moved so to L.A. when I was like 18, so as soon as I could. And uh, yeah. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> what brought you to 
LA, um, you know, is kind of the closest big city. And, um, you know, I, I, as much as I appreciate Santa Barbara now as an adult, I found it extremely boring as a teenager and I wanted to, uh, be here. (laughs) Did you, did you have experiences with wine in Santa Barbara growing up or? Not really. I mean, just the kind of underaged, uh, (laughs) wine tasting in San Ynez that most of us did. Um, but I feel like somehow it might be different there than wine tasting. Mm -hmm. I was a teenager anywhere else maybe, but maybe I'm just imagining that as someone who grew up in the Midwest with just, you know, lots of boxes Yeah, (laughs) and maybe some yellowtail. Ooh, yellowtail. (laughs) Yum. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it was fun. I mean, it was definitely, you know, an experience going up there. And I had friends that lived in, you know, the San Ynez Valley. And I think I went to prom up there one one year with one of them. Um, But yeah, it's it's definitely a culture. But um, it's kind of coincidental for me that I'm from Santa Barbara and now I'm in wine. Gotcha. Did you have something like a different life path you thought you were on when you got into the mixing and the bartending and the yeah I mean I I moved to LA mainly to to write and that went well but you know as in most things that was also a pretty male-dominated field and Mm. then um, I always worked in restaurants and then I um you know as I was really into the bartending I I wanted to open a bar um but then when I became a sommelier I wanted to open a wine bar so um you know the idea was to do something kind of unpretentious and uh, approachable and fun and quirky and um, so as soon as I finished uh, my sommelier course and I think around 2007 um, I started the process of opening uh, the must downtown oh, cool. um, wine bar yeah I went there once or twice it's it's not around now or mm, okay. the first no the first one um, was a very sad sad story mm-hmm. Uh, we, I was young and, uh, eager and maybe didn't sign the best deal with the landlord and didn't have a very solid lease. And, you know, they were used to people failing in the space. And when we were, um, succeeding, you know, they, they got a little greedy and and they were able to do some, you know, all the little shady stars aligned and we were kind of kicked out in the middle of the night. Oh man. Yeah, but from that, you know, we got a lot of opportunity because, you know, people really liked what we were doing. So that's how Perch kind of came about. And that place is going strong. That place is Never going heard strong. of it. No. <laughs> uh, it's a got a great roof, view. Gig, yeah. Got yeah, a great Perch view of DDLA. It's a beast. It's a beast. It's a beast. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. congrats on that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm really proud of, of it. Um, you know, it. it's not, it wasn't exactly, you know where my heart was as far as the type of establishment right. um, different vibe yeah but I've had fun there yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know it, it is what it is and it, it wanted to be what it wanted to be and you know I'm like I said I, I'm proud to have given it a name and an identity and open it and be a part of it and mm-hmm. you know own it and I was also really happy to sell my shares and move on so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna ask are you still a part of it or no no, no. It, yeah. I mean I like I said I own it in a sense that it was you know something I did but um yeah it it was a good time to get out and the owner of the building wanted to buy um the shares back and you know it it worked out so yeah yeah, it was good it was a great experience but you know three stories 11,000 square feet four bars two kitchens the staff alone must just be like 120 people it's exhausting it was a lot yeah yeah it was a lot now, am I imagining things in my head that someone told me you had something to do with the rose in Venice, or am I... You're imagining that. Okay, I'm imagining yeah. that. <laughs> that also meant, I swear, I can swear that someone told me that the first time I visited Vino, Vinovore and you weren't there, but maybe I'm imagining that. It's entirely possible. You guys just heard how crazy I'm going. Yeah, sorry. No. Oh, it's okay. 
You don't have to. I mean, I'd love to be a part <laughs> of it. I'm sure it's Rumors doing very clarified. well. Rumors clarified. Well, cheers, Cheers. Everyone. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for Thank you for bringing open, the wine. I'm just glad I put it over the sink because it was quite oh, good. insane. Yeah. 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 Those, those pet gnats. That's they're, what happens when they're crazy. Cheers to the Megan Bell. Yeah. Megan Bell. And Margins. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, she makes good juice. She really oh, does. So good. Yeah, yeah. She trained. Uh, she has like a impress. She trained in the like the Loire, I think, and yep, all over the place. And this is only her second year of making wine. You're saying this is her second vintage, I believe. Yeah. Mm. Um. She uh, she's wonderful. Uh, the mm-hmm. first time I met her, she had just one skew, just the Chenin Blanc, mm-hmm. and but it was still really cool because you weren't seeing a lot of fruit coming from the Santa Cruz Mountains, and I remember her telling me about it, and like there were some like old vines that she'd literally have to climb, through, <laughs> you know, yeah. all these woods, and then there it would be just kind of magically. Um, she does have a fun Instagram to follow, guys. Yeah, she's great. She's yeah. great. And she went to school with, you know, the best of them, Martha Stuman mm-hmm. up at UC Davis, and, you know, so she's she's part of those, that, that really kind of... I call like new California wave of uh, female winemakers that awesome. are, are making, you know, California have a good name. Mm-hmm. Is she it. from Santa Cruz or is she just wanted to just originally? Yeah. I'm not her. sure. Yeah. I'm not sure, but she's there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like super like, we feel like Santa Bonnie, Cruz. I feel like Bonnie Dune was the stuff we were seeing mostly the most ubiquitous stuff like yeah. vineyards and then wine, mm-hmm. but we're seeing a lot more stuff like Santa Cruz that like as an ABA is huge. Yeah. She worked at Bonnie and, Dune, too, for a little bit, yeah, I believe. Yeah, probably imagine, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, <laughs> I just <laughs> first tasted Bonnie Dune for the first time last night. It's oh, really? all coming together. Really? Oh, yeah, oh. they're, they're Vengree de Cigar. They're, I, I love their word games with their naming their wines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was their latest rosé. It was delicious. And they have a female winemaker as well. Oh, hey. Mm. Nicole Walsh. Hey. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so then you wanted to get into like kind of like retail wine stuff or yeah, is that, so, that your next stop kind of? After? Yeah, I just decided, um, you know, what could I do that I hadn't done yet? And I wanted something a little challenging. And I was just to be like totally frank, a little burnout on the restaurant scene and, mm-hmm. you know, just food and cooks and all that. You <laughs> I know, don't know how yeah, all those late nights and garbage, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, everybody and, would just kind of, you know. It was, you know, the wild, wild west. Yeah. Um, so, exhausting. yeah, I was a little done with that. And then um, I wanted to do retail, just try it. And um, I just started thinking, you know, L.A. has a lot of really great wine shops. And what could I do that was different mm-hmm. uh, bring something different to the table? And that's kind of where Vinovore came about, like Carnivore, Vinovore. Mm-hmm. Um, so the original concept was the animal chart. Um, you know, and the idea was kind of like to take it back to the original must, you know, to really make things just kind of as easy as possible, but still have really geeky, cool stuff. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, you know, you need to be as unintimidating as possible too. So, you know, how do I make the system for people to kind of figure things out on their own instead of having somebody kind of like wine explain to them what they like? Because, you know, I believe nobody really knows what they like better than they do, even if they don't know how to articulate it. Yeah, so, yeah they just need yeah. to give, like, they need they the They need tools. the words, yeah. yeah. The words. So, yeah, that was the idea, is to give people the words. And then the other layer on top of that, uh, you know, was kind of during the election, and um, I thought we were about to ring in our first female president, and I was like, you know what, what if I just did female winemakers? Yeah. And, you know, I shuffled it around to my peers, and... They all thought it was a great idea. I went online to see if it existed, and it indeed did not. Um, which so, is insane. Which is like, yeah. yeah, it was kind of like thrilling yeah. and like 
sad. I all yeah. 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 Like, this is great, but this is terrible. Yeah, I'm like, wow, something that actually hasn't been done. Yeah. But damn, oh, yeah, God, I wish. Yeah. yeah. So well, yeah, well, we are a, grateful yeah. to you for doing it. Yeah. yeah, it was a little fortuitous. Then you know, everything got kind of nuts and too <laughs> uh, and all that. Mm-hmm. So everybody's out there to support women right now, which is great. But right. you know it's it's kind of a double-edged sword that it has to be a thing and so i try not to make it a thing as much as possible and have the the shop kind of stand alone where do people come in to talk politics with you sometimes do do people like to chat it up when they yes (laughs) dub the feminist wine shop by customers like they'll come in with their friends be like this is the feminist wine shop and i was like oh okay okay it is yeah Yeah. um so yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. people people come in and they talk Mm -hmm. you know it's a safe place you know, yeah. but we have just as many male customers as we do mm-hmm. women. So that's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. I've seen men working there too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, do you host like tastings like weekly or are you not, not to- really? I mean, sometimes when we have, you know, a female winemaker in town, we'll, we'll, um, you know, throw something together, yeah. but that's not like our main business model. Yeah. Um, just we're so small. Right. I feel like you kind of uh, sort of spearheaded like that corner. There's now there's barkeepers next to you. And then yeah. isn't there like the corner? There's like stuff popping up on that corner of Hoover now. So yeah. It's awesome. I mean, I'm a big believer in trying to go right before an area hits. You know, when I went downtown in 2008, you know, nobody was there. Right. Nobody. Yeah. Um, which was to me, the best time of my life, you know, right, it was right. just so cool down there. It was like artists, not that I don't think downtown has gotten extremely, you know, cool. Now it's just very different. Yeah. <laughs> very, very different. Um, and Hoover was the same, you know, it was on the edge of Silver Lake. Yeah. I mean, technically it is Silver Lake, mm-hmm. uh, but you cross the street and it's East Hollywood and it just kind of feel, felt like the last, you know, developed pocket uh, of Silver yeah. Lake. And um, so I knew, I mean, that felt like a pretty safe bet yeah. um, that it was going to happen. But oh, yeah, was, we were one of the first. I'm so happy to see all the stuff there because I'm in Westlake, just, you know, oh, Silver right Lake's there. dirty cousin just yeah. south. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, there's all this stuff popping up closer and closer yeah. to me, which makes me so happy. Yeah, yeah so. Westlake's going to have its moment pretty yeah, soon. Here Crawford's, yeah, so Crawford's too. came along and, and yeah, everything's coming nearby. So, but yeah, that's all you guys. connecting kind of the right. Echo Park. Yeah, sort of like, I mean, it makes sense. Like, Everything yeah. just pushes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think there's been this like, you know, insurgence back towards the core, kind of, you mm-hmm. know, like, and I feel like downtown to its perhaps its detriment maybe was just so like leveled and rebuilt, which, yeah. you know, like was pretty jarring. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, you can't just have that happen like overnight. And I feel like there's sections of downtown that feel like they're trying to do that. Like literally mm-hmm. overnight, like create a whole new thing. And like, unfortunately, like, neighborhoods and all good things are created with layers and with mistakes and problems and like different different kinds of people and all this stuff so yeah I think think downtown's still trying to find itself a little bit um it was one thing like I said you know it was crazy and wild and nuts and then it just kind of got a little genderfied and then it got a little yepified but then there's still this there's the art element it's kind of interesting because you think of Ella or Los Angeles in general there's so many different pockets and I'm always like well you can't say you don't like it until you find the place where you like it, but I almost feel like downtown's turning into a microcosm of this because there's like, oh, there's this scene and then there's the arts district and then yeah. there's this scene and then there's like, it's all, but it's all like super. Yeah, that's a good convinced. point. I feel like I used to just like think of downtown as all one thing, but now there's like, if I look at different pockets of downtown, 
like Arts District has a whole different vibe to me than like Bunker Hill does, and then oh, yeah. like down by like Spring and Broadway or like the LA Fashion Live District and, and yeah. Staples. Yeah. <laughs> There's like four distinct little neighborhoods developing in downtown Chinatown. Chinatown, yeah, yeah exactly. Little Tokyo, little Tokyo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love wild. it. It's almost like LA on a, yeah. on a smaller Super scale, condensed. like all of LA, yeah. but in like totally. a little microclimate. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Do you live on the east side as, as well? I do, then? yeah. I lived downtown cool. for 10 years, which made my commute great. I don't <laughs> think it's, I think owning a restaurant and bars, it's it's really hard to be far away from them. Um, and then, yeah, now I'm just on the other side of um, the bridge in like Boyle Heights City Terrace oh, nice. area. Cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect. Cool. Mm-hmm. Good to be in a bar. Um, so you came up with your idea. I, I did want to, I thought it would be fun for us all to look at the, the reptiles that we and animals that we could be. Yes. Yeah, go through your tasting uh, chart. Or yeah, your... so the idea behind it was kind of originally formed, like I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to like, well, vinovore means carnivore, so it's it's already kind of animal themed. Right. Uh, or it's a play on carnivore. And, um, you know, I wanted to create almost like this, Chinese zodiac or like an astrology yeah. chart, but something that you could resonate with. I wanted everyone to be positive, even if it was maybe representing a more simple wine. I didn't yeah. want it to be like, oh, this is like just the basic wine. You're a yellow rabbit. I wanted it to be like, oh, fun, playful, easy, juicy, you know, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. no matter what you identified with, it, it, you're happy to be it. Like, yeah, I'm a yellow <laughs> rabbit and I can own it. Um, so that was the kind of idea behind it. And it just kind of evolved. Um, I'm trying to own yeah. that I think I'm probably a pink pony. But yeah. I thought it would be fun to read through these and, and we can, can say yeah. what we are and then see if the wine, uh, see what wine it says we yeah. would, 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 would like. Do. Yeah. Have you seen these yet, Sean? I've, I've looked at them in the store before, but um, I haven't. I, it, I'll need the refresher. Yeah, if you click on it, you get more information. Yeah. And which I love that because I feel like <clears throat> at the bar here, a lot of times people are hesitant to say they like a fruity wine and they're hesitant to say they like an earthy wine. Or I'm like, I'm not judging you. I just, this is just <laughs> no, what it is. Totally. Bring yeah. <laughs> you know? so. uh, yo, David, do you want to weigh in too on what animal you think you are? David Zwick's going to weigh in. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we've got the bronze T-Rex, which is audacious, opulent, indulgent, and sexy. Mm-hmm. I wish I were a T-Rex. Um, we've got gold owl, who is impressive, fabulous, and bacchanal. Uh, green snake is inquisitive, breezy, and devil may care. Uh, orange tiger is daring, experimental, and alluring. Actually, I wish I were a tiger, but I don't think that's what I would qualify as. There's pink pony, who is whimsical, vivacious, and cultish. Uh, purple ape is saucy, unadorned, and kinky. Red lion is ferocious, rustic, and debonair. Silver fox, which I think I saw a silver sticker on our, our bottle. Yes, we're doing uh, silver fox right now. Silver uh-huh. fox is extravagant, crafty, and exquisite. I think that describes this. And Yellow Rabbit is spunky, elastic, and happy-go-lucky. Do, do you have one of those you identify with, Sean? Oh, my gosh. I've identified with, like, three. Yeah. I Well, you, you I can think, pick three. I think Silver Fox, <laughs> uh, Pink Pony, and the Owl. Those are my three I'd probably yeah. go towards. You, yeah. m- most people are more than one. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are I'm all fluid. not Carrie's or Miranda's. <laughs> yeah. We're more of our cover fluid. Yeah, and then if you click on each one, it gives you also like the types of wines that oh. they might be. That's oh. what I was going to have us yeah. uh, say what we were in the oh, okay. See if they're See actually... If that out, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I probably, at least in terms of how other people would describe me, I feel like somewhere between Pink Pony and Orange Tiger, maybe. Maybe I, I don't know. 
Um, you, you can be both. Okay. Can be both. It, it I'm three. Your mood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. But I tell people that too. Are you? Yeah. Oh, good mood? point. Yeah. Are you in an orange tiger mood? I mean, I'm always in a pink weather. Pony. That's a good point. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. You know, you could switch it up. Yeah. Do you have one you, that that you lean towards? Uh, I'm definitely pretty much an orange tiger. Nice. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's it's. I like the funky weird stuff and the you know chillable reds and orange wines and things mm-hmm. like that. But you I know, I started as a gold owl reds. when I did the chart, and I kind of evolved myself. So. Yeah, yeah. David, gorilla. He's a gorilla. <laughs> You're a purple ape. Purple, purple ape. ape. I love it. Uh, so, David, the wine gorilla. that would go with you would be fresh and young wines, jammy and bright reds. So that's kind of true. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> right I can on. picture like a. You know, what would we give him based on this description, Coley? Oh, maybe like a narrow de Avila mm. or, you know, like a young an oak Sangiovese. Um, maybe like a, a new California style Zen. I was thinking Zen. Yeah. yeah. No, this is great. This yeah. is delicious. <laughs> well, we'll play Silver what's in the Fox. glass in a minute with this because I'm Fox. so enjoying it. Yeah. Okay, Sean, you said you thought you were a cross between the... Uh, Owl. The Owl. Uh, and Sober Fox. Which would give you Old World Whites. Oh, that's you. That's me. That's you in a, in a nutshell. So old World Whites, Important Whites, Real Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> that is you, exactly. Kind of true. That is kind it's of kinda like, true. I feel like that's when you named the, the wines that you... Yeah, that I like. Yeah. It's so true. It is true. And then you also said Silver Fox, which would be fresh, sparkling wine, crispy wines, briny and mineral wines. Again, that's also <laughs> me. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. That's so me. You said Pink Pony, which I think is, I don't know, I feel like of all these personality descriptions anyways, maybe more how people describe me, but also fruity, light reds and whites, juicy and beaming rosés. I mean, I drink Tavel like all day, which is, a, I guess, a fuller, fuller rosé, but yeah. I could live on rosés. Yeah. yeah. And f- light chillable reds. Um, so that's probably, but I also I identify with the orange tiger who's daring, experimental, and alluring, which is orange wine, sophisticated rosés. Oh, that's my Tavel. Tavel. I was going to say, Tavel's <laughs> pretty sophisticated. That's my rose. Tavel and obscure light reds. So you you did really well on that. I yeah. know. It's really true. How, yeah, I know. Like, I'm like, does hey, <laughs> right on. Yeah. I, I hadn't actually just, I had seen them before and I purposely, before we got here, was like, okay, don't go through and, and read <laughs> through everything so you can see if it actually, your wine taste lines up, but you did really well. Oh, I'm thank you. Yeah. yeah, it works. I mean, people yeah. really love it. So then in the, in the shop, all the bottles have stickers that correspond. So if you're an orange tiger, you look for an orange sticker. Um, so it's kind of a way to like demystify some of the funky stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. you can be like, oh, that I definitely identify with that animal. Then I, but I have no idea what a muscatel is that's yeah. been aged on the skins. Mm-hmm. But it's an orange tiger, and I'm an orange tiger, so I know I'm gonna like it. Right. So it's kind of just a way for people to try try new things and feel confident about it. Um, so ever, that was the idea. Are, are you ever fun. like torn? You're like I don't know what sticker to put on this wine. And there put, are some yeah. that like kind of can like cross the lines yeah, of both, yeah. but I just I just pick one. You just Go for I it. just yeah. pick one. Well, yeah. Yeah. Gotta there's be clear. other categories I could probably like go into. I think there's nine total right now and I could probably yeah. expand upon that. But yeah. the idea was not to make it right. complicated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make it easy. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's the chart for now. Um, no, I like it. But yeah, people come in and they'll be like, oh, my boyfriend, he's a green snake. So I just need to pick him out any green sticker and I'm good to go. Yeah. Wow. You know, so it's, it's fun. So cool. A green snake is young and herbaceous whites, very light, bright vegetal reds. 
So they get the carmineers. Yeah, some oh. chillable stuff. Was that based on any sort of like science of like flavors? Like people that tend to like more like earthier things or more like No, there was no science involved. <laughs> <laughs> No, no science, science was harmed in the making of the movie. No, I mean, it was just kind of more or less, you know, having 20 years in the hospitality yeah. industry yeah. and, get, you know, it's trying to... It's just interesting that people's personalities together, are at least... Yeah. For me, looking, I'm, I was imagining, I'm like, how would people describe me? It's interesting that personality could correspond so much to what someone's sort of preference would yeah. tend to be. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and like I said, I just wanted to keep it very positive. Yeah. I think my first round, I was a little, like, <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, you know that these aren't that special or something like that, and you know, uh, I was like, okay, no, I want somebody to be identify with something. Yeah. So like, <laughs> feed your shrimp, yeah, uh, which is just <laughs> which is like Franzia in a box. Yeah, What's the animal that likes? Complex at all. You are not you are super basic. You, you basically are, like flavored water. You're basically yeah. food for, uh, the, for the real people. The scavenger <laughs> pigeon likes the corked wine. Yeah, like, <laughs> the cockroach yeah. enjoys. No. We do have a trash panda bin though with our discounted wines trash, trash panda guys yeah, a little raccoon oh <laughs> i mean i do like to scavenge i should yeah. come check that out yeah, <laughs> I might right? find something. yeah yeah we always have some deals in trash there trash panda so trash we have fun panda. that's awesome <laughs> yeah it was awesome <clears throat> oh pardon me uh should we talk a little bit about what we're drinking while we're yeah. still on the wine topic because yeah we describe it for our listeners so they can get in so this is a pet nat meaning um it did not finish fermenting before they put it in the bottle so it could retain some of the boobles that's why i had such a hard time opening it yeah, yeah. second fermentation in the bottle to um ferment all the the sugar out and and give it the co2 um unfiltered unfined of course not yeah. disgorged so all that funky stuff stays in there which also which also makes it a little explosive mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the bits and, bobs. Right, bits and bobs um but i you know it's kind of like a similar category to orange wine. You know, there's no real through line. You know, they all kind of have their own yeah. kind of feral vibes to yeah, them, yeah, which yeah. which I love. Um, she does a really like crisp cleaner. Like there's there's a hint of, but I yeah. it veers towards my palate at least because she really knows how to make a wine that sort of toes the line between being like like there's a hint of funk, but it's also refined and like light on its feet and sharp and I don't know. I love. Yeah, Martin's visually wine. it's super cloudy. Yeah, super cloudy. Oh yeah, like you can see the bits but, and bobs. But, but um, on the palate, it actually quite crisp and clean. Crisp yeah, and clean. her that's her style. She's definitely, really she's a clean winemaker. Um, but it takes a talented uh, winemaker, I feel like, to make oh, good yeah. pet mats because you don't really oh, yeah. know what's happening in that bottle, and it it's is such a, a lot risk of to do yeah. it. Yeah. Like they turn out sometimes they turn out really sweet. They don't ferment, referment. Sometimes they fall a little flat. Right. Oh, we um, had a pet nat once upon a time oh, yeah, when we had one. who uh, Kelly um, who does the getting the IMDb. Oh yeah, yeah, IMDb. Uh, Kelly McInerney. Yeah. We drank a. Uh, Happy Happy Bulls uh, ah, pet yeah. nap on That's that from from oh, your store yeah. On, yeah. The, yeah. on that show. That's good one memory. that still has a little residual sugar. Yeah, in it. it yeah. was great, but on purpose. No, we loved yeah. it. Oh. Do you know how long like the first fermentation goes on before they put it in the bottle? Is it like it's like, all one fermentation, or it's just or like it doesn't finish? It, starts, right? it doesn't finish. Doesn't finish, but they so start it. They outside? start it, and mm-hmm. it does the second fermentation in the bottle. I don't okay. know how long the first ferment was on yeah. this one. Just I'm just wondering. I'm just curious. I wonder if you top of your head. But yeah, they 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 stop that fermentation and they start. 
start a new one kind of basically is how, how it works out. Oh, so they go it's ahead almost and like stop how that one. It's how champagne's one. made, except for it's so not disgorged. So she actually does yeah, add yeah. More, yeah. Uh, yeah. more yeast and whatnot in, into the bottle then? or The second fermentation has more yeast, yes. Okay, but, cool. Or it's still fermenting. So. How do they stop the... I'm, I'm getting all technical. Because I hear all different... <laughs> I wonder if it's I, just... I, I wonder if they just chill it way down. They just do like a super like cold... Kind cold of like soap. how champagne was accidentally, they say, invented because there's still yeast there. They don't have to add more necessarily. I don't know. I guess there's different... Methods going similar. I mean, it's like champenoise, another. but like, I mean, and, and yeah. you know, petulant nat- natural is, you know, what pet nat's short yeah. for yeah. is also the other name is method ancestral. Yeah. It's like the ancient way of making bubbles. So, oh, I mean, yeah. it's having its moment, yeah. but oh, it's yeah. definitely nothing new, along with skin contact, skin fermented. I yeah. Mean, it's, that's the funny old, so old, old like, I'm into this new wine. It's called yeah. orange wine. I'm like, well, it's been around for thousands of years. That's just why. I mean, you know, I'm a big natural wine person, and my shop's predominantly natural wine, but I tell people you know i've been selling natural wine for 15 years we just didn't call it natural wine yeah. i just called it wine yeah uh, exactly. so you just sell really good wine yeah. it happens to be natural i like, never that's wanted what, junk that's in my wine yeah. you know should, yeah. yeah but i also i also want people to know that just because a wine is like cloudy and looks weird doesn't mean that it's you know it's, always natural or just because a wine yeah. is clear doesn't mean that it's, it's not, not natural, natural. yeah, yeah. There's people it's, who it's actually it more the latter is my my yeah. My knowledge that I wish people knew. They're like, oh, unless it looks really cloudy and funky bad, and weird. Like, no, unless that's it, not exactly. True. Yeah. Yeah. Kombucha. Yeah, exactly. Unless yeah. it tastes like kombucha <laughs> or something like that. It's not natural. I mean, like, that's not true. You can have great yeah. natural wine that is clear. Totally and, clear. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I there's a lot of winemakers that I, I work with that try to get really clear wine that make natural wine. They'll just kind of yeah. rack it a few times right. time and, you know, settle on its own. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, it's just a stylistic, yeah. you know, point of view. But, you know, natural wine is also quite popular right now Um, and people do love to see this kind of murky hazy stuff in their glass which is fine this is a a beautiful sort of um, going uh, it's not I would not call it orange but it's it's a golden it's a golden golden milk it's yeah (laughs) when I think of that I think of the turmeric things which are bright orange but no This is yeah. It's it's a nice golden yellow. It's like a creamy yellow. Yeah, there's a yeah. It almost reminds me on top of when you get like um, a cappuccino. It has like a little bit of like the bubbles are soft on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when we play what's in glass, we get dorky and we go into what we're like. It's what do we delicious. see? We smell. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we're kind of playing it right now. Although yeah. I we made a very small amount of this. Um, mm. I don't know exa- the exact case count, but I got uh, one case of her Pinot Noir pet nat, her red Ooh. pet nat, and she only made 90 bottles. I'm coming by the store to buy it's some. Gone. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Never mind. Gone, yeah. It lasted a week. Never mind. Wow. Um, but That's... yeah, so, I mean, we're we talking gotta get like... get Megan on the show. <laughs> such small product. She only made 90 bottles. I mean, that's not even a barrel, you know? Yeah, I mean, I she she told nothing. me she named it Margins because she likes to pick the grapes that she's are in California are marginal, like you don't see them. Mm-hmm. They're out on the yeah, margins, on the yeah, areas yeah. that are... On the margins, um, yeah, mm. I'm I'm happy for her. And then my my good friend Amy Atwood picked her up, and, is, and she's she's uh, really getting her out there, which is cool. Support the support the young female winemakers. Is Amy your rep, or do you deal with someone who works with her? Um, she used to be, but now she doesn't really rep anymore. I know. She's it's gotten fancy. too fancy for that. Oh. So I uh, work with Courtney Walsh, who's okay. brilliant. I don't know if you guys are familiar with her. His names are all familiar. I know Courtney. I used to work with Doug. Doug Swim. Doug's amazing. Yeah. Doug's a cool guy. Doug's a cool guy. I'm really happy. All, all uh, L.A. Uh, <laughs> wine people. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just talking... To somebody recently, and they're mm-hmm. in a, a different state, and they were saying, you know, I mean, it's it's definitely, you know, a little bit of a boys' club or you know, male-dominated field, 
Um, but we are lucky, I think, in LA. There's a lot of you know really strong women out there selling wine, buying yeah. wine. Um, we have a, a, we're, we're fortunate that there's such a good network of women here. And I yeah. feel like we're, or at least the the more I have been out in the world, well, I'm in the writing world, but in the world of just meeting other women in wine, like I feel like. LA's been it's been nice it's uh, supportive very because uh, as a woman mm-hmm. who's also in comedy sometimes I did not get that vibe um, mm-hmm. it, it's getting more that way but like I definitely feel like whenever I meet another woman in wine we're all just like yeah let's yeah. get together let's like let's all um, what's it called the call your girlfriend uh, podcast we call it glow, glow what is it shine shine theory shine brighter the more you band together with the other nice yeah. bright oh. stars so, something Pleasant. like that I might have phrase that wrong but i feel like it's a it's it's a good time to be in la as a woman in wine i feel like yeah definitely yeah. definitely particularly with stores i'm all for it i'm all for it yeah they're all all the women winemakers you want to support are in one place it's a good thing yeah and then i get a lot of people being like oh i wish you would open a vino Vore and you know wherever they're from wisconsin oh. and i'm like gosh i, don't, oh, I couldn't even get those wines <laughs> yeah, you know like know. Oh. we're also very lucky being here in la that yeah. we, we get these really the access, really cool yeah. wines yeah. You know? yeah true poor everybody else oh, man <laughs> I would be like, come to LA, guys, but yeah. I'm like, no, don't come to LA. We're pretty full. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you do you turn down a lot of wines? Like how, like you know, and obviously, like reps know that you you know are into wine, like female winemakers. So I'm mm-hmm. sure when they get a new female winemaker, they bring it right to you. Yeah, I you know, again, I'm I'm lucky. I have a, a really great group of people that I've I've worked with for a very long time mm-hmm. um, that know the kind of wines that I like. So generally, when they you know they do a lot of the hard work for me. I mean, as right. you know, the, the wine reps are kind of the unsung heroes mm-hmm. of the industry. Yeah, I mean, they really yeah. do so much. Um, I mean, I rarely am like, bring me this, you know, they'll, they'll just kind of bring me, you know, what they know that I'll like, or, yeah. um, so I'm pretty lucky that way. Um, you know, the, the more buzz you get, the more people kind of come out of the woodworks and try to sell you one. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm usually, I have a, a pretty, <coughs> pretty, you know, serious checklists that I like to, you know, cross off mm. for a wine to qualify. So it's easy for me to turn stuff down if it doesn't, you know, right. hit those marks. Um, cause I'm yeah. sure you, I mean, like, cause I remember, I mean, even here at Covell and when I, I repped for like about a year for, with uh, Gregory Condes, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, like you're just constantly being bombarded with people trying to get you to buy their wine. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> you know, and I'm sure like, I mean, you ever get the people like off the boat that's, you know, like from like, I yeah, don't know, I like mean, Southern or something being like, hi, can we show you our list? And you're like, you don't even know. I don't have booze, so that's a good thing. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm right there. I'm only female winemakers. Right. So that literally cuts yeah. out like, you know, 90% of the wine out there. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So, right, I mean, yeah. in in a way, it's become, Vinovore has become this very focused vision. Yeah. Um, and, and like I said, you could walk in there and not know it was female winemakers. I want it to stand on its own as this really cool wine shop. Mm-hmm. But because it is only female winemakers, there's like all the fats trimmed. Yeah. You know, and, and where, you know, my challenges then come is like getting the coolest stuff. You know, so I'm I'm lucky that yeah. I have these relationships and I get on these little allocation lists. But you know, if I'm only going to carry female winemakers, I have to carry the coolest yeah. of the female winemakers. Right, so right. getting those wines is is um, been a you know this been kind of my only big you know motivation these days, especially yeah. with the spring releases. Everything's just like well, madness. Yeah. So you say Bonnie Dune is now wasn't that originally what Randall Graham? I think so, it? yeah. And it's a woman Nicole Walsh, who oh. also has Sarah, which is her own oh. uh, project. I'm pretty sure she's still 
the head lead winemaker there. If not, she she was not that long ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Cool. Yeah, there's, you know, I mean, and, and one big through line that I, I've learned, because this was all a new, um, you know, I've always supported female winemakers in my restaurants and stuff, but it was never like, this is a focus. Um, so it's been interesting to see, like, these through lines, especially in, like, the old world, you know, these chateaus and estates that were always, you know, um, in families for years, and it was always the sons, or if there was daughters, it was the husbands, and it was the brothers, and, um, now it's acceptable for women to take over. I feel like I've read about a lot recently, like, high-end, uh, like, Italian, like, like, Gaia, is that how you say Mm -hmm. it? Uh, like, just got, the daughters are now the winemakers there. and like More and more, like, the daughters are taking, taking the reins, Mm -hmm. Which is awesome, and then they the first thing they usually do is switch over to organic farming, sustainable, <laughs> yeah. biodynamic, natural winemaking practices because that seems to be also something that's really important to women is kind of this minimal intervention approach. Yeah. You know, hands off the environment. You know, working right. with the terroir. And the- I was going to ask if stylistically, as someone who has especially focused in on trying to taste all the wines by the women winemakers, if you have noticed any sort of broad strokes of men tend to make wine more like this and women more like this if, if that's something you've noticed at all or I no? feel like this is such a tricky question it's and trick- I get I know, asked I know. it a lot <laughs> um, I'm, and I, it, it is a generalization yeah. but I do find that women do tend to have a little bit more restraint and a little bit more elegant wines um, again just kind of hands off minimal intervention really very little manipulation they really mm. want just the grape and the soil and the terroir to speak for themselves not to say that men don't make those wines because they totally Totally do, right. um, but you know it's not. You know, but there's it's such not a hard a lot of time to be a man out there. How can you say that? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I love guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's this is just it's always like a fine line yeah. that I have to walk. Because, no, I'm sure. You know, I don't want to bash men in, in any way, um, and they make beautiful wines. And there's yeah. sometimes that I'm like, damn, I wish I could carry that wine, but I can't. You know, because yeah. that yeah. was the decision I made. But you know, fellas, we, we've had some of you who make wine on our show. Shout out, uh, Darren Lowe. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Good People wine, making yeah. good wine. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I would imagine that it's, you have to use some diplomacy when you talk about it. Yeah. I just, yeah. I don't know. I just, uh, I feel like it's just great to have the support out there for, you know, women in business is important to me and, and making yeah. wine is a business. And um, so, you know, by carrying female winemakers, I'm just supporting women in business. Yeah. Um, my brother was a member of a Corson. Oh, Corson, um, Kathy Corson. Mm. Kathy Corson, yeah. Napa, That's yeah. So we, I've been up there a couple times, and, and her wine's really great. Yeah, she's yeah. a legend. Yeah, le- yeah, legend Napa Valley. Um, but uh, she probably doesn't need much <laughs> spotlight. <laughs> and I, I don't know if her wines would even really fit in your store necessarily. You know, they reached out to me recently. Did they? Uh, yeah, and they said they were going to send me some samples. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's not, you know, I've, you know, I've just never been a big, you know, when I say New California, it's because I was never really a big California wine fan. Right. Um, you know, Napa cabs and things like that. They're just, to me, a little overhyped for the price. I just, for me, I'm always been about value, um, getting good wines for your value. And right. those, those generally come from Spain, Italy, France to me. Yeah. Um, but nowadays, you know, there's just some really cool stuff coming out of, of California that isn't, you know, these over oaked big jammy, right. you know, fruit yeah. bomb, high alcohol wines, you know, there's like, again, you know, Laura Brennan Bissell from Inconu and uh, Martha Stuman and Faith Armstrong and, you know, these women mm-hmm. that are just making these really kind of elegant, like uh, Martha's uh, Zen, she calls it variety and correct because <laughs> it's it's light and juicy and yeah. chillable. Yeah. And I mean, it's she's she's taking Zinfandel, which kind of has this reputation and, and making it something completely different, different than, yeah. than you know about 
and it's it's yeah. neat. I mean, it's a neat neat time. Yeah. To watch. And and you have wine from all over the world, right? You don't. Yeah, yeah global not, for yeah. sure. I was just looking up the course and why I really only had the one, but I was just up in Napa for a week having Cabernet oh, right, thrown yeah. in my face all constantly. Um, as a writer, you should uh, in the future look into the Wine Writer Symposium. It's an amazing experience, although you will be like too much Napa cab. But one of the cabs that stood uh, out uh, in that week that I got to drink was a 2004 course in Kronos Vineyard. And I was like, this was, that was one of my favorite things I drank that whole yeah. week. So, yeah. I was happy to discover in retrospect that it was a woman winemaker. Yeah, there's 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 places for that. And, and you know, in the shop, I try to kind of check those boxes. I won't have a ton, but maybe I'll have one Napa yeah. cab. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, one of the cabs I have from California right now is kind of, again, kind of... Does that go in the red uncar- lion? <laughs> yeah, uh, bronze mm-hmm. T-Rex. Ah, bronze yeah. T-Rex. Yeah, bronze I can T-Rex. see that. Yeah. Big, big yeah. badass. <laughs> Um, and you know, hey, that's yeah. the wine you want to drink. Totally. Drink it. Yeah, know? I mean, I mean like, everything and, and has a time and place. I think. And, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's amazing that she's made a stand and you know has made been able to totally. make wine up there for that long. It's such a boys' club up there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the most important thing, being a, a sommelier or a wine buyer, is to not buy wine for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. to buy wine for everyone. That's true. Um, yeah. And I. I can I can look at a list sometimes. That's a really like, cool way. Oh, I know what this buyer likes. You know, like it's it's apparent. You yeah, know? yeah, it's, yeah. It's important to really. That's think really of cool to hear because I feel like if I opened a wine store, I'd probably be the most selfish person. <laughs> on earth. Like, here's the wine I want to drink. Yeah. You all yeah. will love it. You all will love it. And like, no. Yeah, you oh. can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's I like why I'm uh, not a wine. business owner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you can, and it works for some people. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like that's that's a good good thing to do is think of everyone yeah Yeah, or just think of every mood maybe Mm -hmm. time and place pairing i mean let's be honest you know wine's meant to be with food and friends that's it's not saving any lives do you ever want to um move back into something that would involve food too or or more do you want to stay in the do you what's your do you have a are you just concentrating on where you are right now you know i um i i love univore like i i love it like i loved the first must, I mean, it's, it just feels like my baby and it's so fun and easy and everything just works, you know, sometimes it just, all the stars align. And, um, so, you know, from, from here, I, you know, was thinking about doing, you know, multiple vinivores. Um, and then I have, you know, kind of different ideas about maybe expanding kind of upward instead of outward and, and maybe starting, you know, our own kind of uh, wine brand, uh, mm. focusing on female winemakers from around the world and under the Vinavore umbrella. Um, so, That'd you know, awesome. that's, there's, yeah. there's lots of things on the horizon, uh, maybe like a wine a truck or a wine club, <laughs> wine club. We have a wine yeah. club. Oh, you have a wine yeah. Club, yeah. Uh, which is the Wolf Pack. Um, uh-huh. yeah. run run with the pack. Yeah, with love the pack. it. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> which is which is popular. It's is great. So and yeah, people can sign up for that online. Yeah, can you ship anywhere in the world? Um, we're there's some states that we can't <laughs> ship to just okay. because of the states. Oh, uh, right, but we yeah. can ship to every state that we're allowed to ship okay. to. But just mo- but only in the U.S. Yeah, okay. I think that's a whole other thing to go <laughs> yeah, go yeah. far far yeah. beyond far far beyond. But, but still, yeah, hey, we got... Yeah, but I don't think any more food. I've, I've been tempted a few times, like, hey, Coley, I have this space. Do you want to open a restaurant? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, wait, do I? No. No, yeah. <laughs> don't fall for it. It's a trap. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you ever want to work with winemakers and make your own things? Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, yeah, so I think that would be a really fun goal to yeah. kind of go and find these winemakers around the world, support them, and kind of collaborate. Yeah, have um, like a... Yeah, a line of that would be awesome. Yeah, amazing. It's also exciting. It is also exciting. This wine is exciting. 
It is. It's so, it's like just so... Um, Zippy? It's zippy, yeah, which I just... Well, Shannon, honestly, if someone's like, you have to pick a favorite white grape, it might just be Shannon. Yeah. Yeah, I like Shannon a lot, I too. love how mutable it is, but it still has this... You always know when you're drinking a Shannon, but it can change so drastically from dry to super sweet to... I don't know. It's a beautiful grape. Yeah, and her first Shannon that she did, I mean, arguably is the best California Shannon I ever mm. had. You know, I mean, she really... She's making it, you know, like they do in France, and it's yeah. just it's delicious. Yeah. She still gets like the like the florality, like kind of yeah. the white flower element. Does that still come from the muscat? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's got that floral. It's like apple. It's I mean, to me, the best chenins are like the most sublime, exquisite apple juice you could imagine. Like with mm. a hint of oh yeah, like, like the, the most exquisite apple cider you've ever had in your life. Um, yeah, it's kind of evolving too as it warms up a little bit. Yeah. But that acid is just yeah. The still acid like... it's got this plush texture, but then the oh, acid yeah. just zips through and just mm-hmm. it's perfectly yeah. Um, Megan Bell, Aww. you're so good. Um, thanks, Megan. Well, and she's gonna be here soon. Ooh, yeah. Cool. I think we we're doing should a have her event. on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, love that. Yeah, she'll have to come on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That'd be awesome. I'll make sure I open. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll the have her open before. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she can open it. No, uh. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, well, we just have like a final question. Just like, what's bringing you some joy other than Vino Vor? <laughs> other than Vino Vor, yeah, anything so like you want to be bigger, little, bigger, little, little, or big? Oh, geez, guys, I don't know. I'm just Vino Vor, Vino Vor, Vino Vor. Mm. <laughs> no, I mean, I you know, life is good. I uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones <laughs> is amazing. Thrones, yeah. Um, yeah. Got a house, got a girlfriend, got a dog. I mean, that sounds great. That's all got a business. Stuff. Yeah, everything's good. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Life. Life is great. Yeah, well life balanced. Is great. Life. We're here. Yeah. We're yeah. we're making it through. Yeah. Right. Every yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> we all just like side in the night. We're here. Making it through. We got LA. good wine. That's that's yeah. helpful. That's yeah. always helpful. Wine good wine, helps. good company. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. Friends. I mean, that's 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 the thing about wine from the very beginning. What made me fall in love is it's. It's meant to bring people together, mm. and yeah. and I think it gets that message gets forgotten a lot, especially you know with this kind of old stigma of you know, know these rich dudes and their cigars and their wine cellars, and that's not what it's about. Yeah, right. that's not what it's about. It's no, it's about always friends. something that's better when you share it with someone. I Absolutely. Like to say. If anything, I, I love that about the current like generation of people coming up in wine is that they realize that it's about in- inclusivity. Mm-hmm. It's not about being exclusive and like yeah. oh you haven't had the you know the 1998 and well then you don't Let know. Wine. Yeah, exactly. Because they're like, oh, well, wine's accessible. Wine should be accessible. It should be something that you can enjoy and not have a stigma around. Yeah. Um, and I love that people are embracing that and drinking and drinking more wine. I, yeah, I, it's I fermented grape there. juice, people. Yeah, yeah. It's have a good not, time. Yeah, exactly. It's just grapes. It's just grapes. Calm down. We got bigger problems. Yeah, exactly. Pair this with some Game of Thrones Oreos. I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> that's that's right. Chloe, thank you so much for being yeah. here. Yeah, Congrats on everything. Thank you for bringing You guys go check out What a pleasure. Yeah, that's yummy. I just drink wine. I don't fuck with my I just drink wine. I don't fuck with men and I just drink wine. I don't fuck with coffee mates. I just drink wine. Give me red, white, or say, Don't test me, motherfucker. I'm a Somaliite. a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.